Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Hello, 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 man. I just absolutely love, I love my intro. I got to call my announcer and say thank you again because it just makes me smile. Celebrity TV host, oh, don't I sound so important? Uh, and I am, damn it, I just am. No, actually, I was just on the, I was just talking about uh, one of the newest um, apps out there, which is probably going to crush all the others because number one, I don't have to wear any makeup or I wonder about how I look. And as a woman, that is such an advantage. Uh, but it is connecting people around the world. I mean, I watched, I listened to some of my major rock star friends last night answering questions. It's like the biggest crazy form, and it is called Clubhouse. Um, the only downside is you need to have an Apple. Now, I have, I just bought another share of stock in Apple, so I can now promote them again. Uh, their shares were like 500 bucks a share. Take a bite of the Apple. And I am a Mac user, but I'm on an Android. Uh, I don't know. I just fell in love with the Android platform. Don't know why. It doesn't matter. Um, I'm pissed at all of them. You know why? And shame on you, Apple. Because every time I go to plug in one of my old laptops, you have a different charger. Screw you. That's 80 bucks a charger. Let me tell you something. This is not fair. <laughs> and that goes to all you guys. It's not. I mean, I do feel like a little like the monopoly thing. In this country, we actually fought against monopolies. The fact that you can change your charger plug, that this little plug is different from that little plug, and, is and then, come on, let's talk about that new MacBook thing. There's no inputs. There's no inputs. There's no HCI plug. There's no... Okay, I remember five, four years, five years ago, and I'm going to rail on you as much as I love you. I'm in the Apple store. It's all so white and elegant, and I'm looking at a new, you know, Mac laptop, and the, and the kid, anybody under 35 right now has a kid, but he was like 12. And he's like, oh, well, you won't need a DVD player in that anymore because DVDs are going away. I'm like, honey, I've sold 70 million DVDs as a fitness expert. They're going away? No, you have to be lying. That's not fair. Because, you know, the generation before me, you ever see crazy people on the street? Yeah, they all invested in 8-track players. Yeah, they're out there going, I don't know what to do with my 8-track. I have now DVDs, CDs, up the wazoo, and I've got this laptop and there's no place to plug them in. But you can get an extension for it. You can get another plug-in. I don't want another plug-in. And so now there's this little adapter thing. Again, that $80. I don't know why that's the number. But I lose those things or they break off or they disappear. And it's going to drive an entire generation of people, 50 plus, to the nuthouse. I swear to God, that's what's going to happen. Young kids, I don't know what you guys do, but I'm going, I want a DVD. I want a DVD. All right. Um, so anyway, uh, luckily I have an old iPad and my kids, I'm making them upgrade their phones and I'm going to keep their old Apple phone um, because I'm loving the platform. I'm loving the platform because ideas and conversation are the genesis of everything that we do. You know, it goes back to a couple of guys sitting around rock, you know, hitting a rock around a fire going, let's create that thing called a wheel. I don't think they actually sounded like that. Uh, but I do know the wives were so busy bearing children and in their cooking that they didn't get a chance to do any of that. Am I sounding interestingly preachy today? But we have this need to communicate with each other. And uh, while we're typing on Facebook and typing in Twitter, which I, I let Twitter go a long time ago, anybody that says I've got 140 characters to do anything has never met me. 
Um, and then Instagram is all these photos. And I got to tell you, I, I don't have enough time in my life to kind of tweak my waist to make it look a little skinnier and put a new filter on. No desire to do that. Snapchat came and went. TikTok, man, if I were 22 years old, I would fucking own TikTok because, did I, I'm sorry, did I say a bad word? I did, sorry. Um, there's no more censorship either. There's an entire movie out right now with Nicolas Cage about the history of swear words. If George Carlin were alive, he would be going, yes, he'd have nothing to talk about because everything we're doing. Actually, if George Carlin were alive, I, he and I would be glued to each other because that man, if you ever want to hear foundational thinking, how to construct smartness, he had like a special plug into smartness. He thought bigger than we will ever think. And um, maybe it's all that he did uh, in the 60s, but I won't say what that is. All right. I've got some amazing guests today uh, because now I'm up-leveling up my conversation. And I'm going to start with a man that I don't know that well. But you know when you meet somebody and you instantly jive? Christopher, Ra and I have to be, I have to even say his last name. Is it Roush? Yes, Roush. Because it could be Roush, you know, but it's Roush. Roush, Roush, Roush. Nope, Roush. Love that. Um, we met in Clubhouse, and it was this instant like, oh, my gosh, I know you, or I need to know you. That's happened with a couple of people, very high-level people. And then Lisa Long, I'm going to bring on in a little bit. But, Christopher, you and I have the floor to get to know each other, to get to say hi, and to introduce you to my audience. So, how are you doing, brother? Awesome. I am kicking ass and taking names. I'm so excited to be here, Forbes. Uh, yeah, actually, we met on Facebook uh, and just exchanging a couple of comments here and there. You and I jived and then we were in the, the clubhouse. It was like that instant synergy. So I'm super excited to be here and, and having a conversation with you today. Well, I think the difference is I have a lot of people who reach out on Facebook and the more popular you get, the more you get isolated from the people who you could connect with. I've always been a fanatic about that, you know, and it's weird. It's probably to my detriment, but so what? Uh, because I don't like shallow relationships and I can have assistants take care of everything. I've always answered my own social media because that is my outlet to the world. And as I distance myself from that, people think they've connected with me. They haven't really connected. So tell everybody a little bit about you. Let's start there. Well, a little bit about me. Uh, it was funny because we were mentioning about the 140 characters. I'm like, yeah, right. You and I are in the same freaking boat. Um, so a little bit about me. The encapsulated story, which I've learned to tell pretty well, is I am a former seventh grade homeless dropout who lived in the backseat of a station wagon with 18 cats and two dogs. Uh, spent four years on the streets, digging through dumpsters, fighting for my life. Uh, tried to commit suicide twice. Fortunately, I sucked at it. And one day when I was 17 years old, I realized that I was going to wind up dead or in jail from the place I was living in, unless I made some uh, strong decisions in my life. And I did make some strong decisions. And now I'm happy to say I'm just rocking and rolling. I'm a proud father of a four-year-old son, uh, life coach, no excuses coach, speaker, consultant. Uh, I just left a 26-year career in a corporate job, being a corporate slave, being corporately or comfortably miserable as I now talk about it. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my story. I just love inspiring people. I'm raw and unscripted. And it's funny you mentioned George Carlin, because originally I used to be a suit and tie speaker. I used to be up there saying the same thing, looking the same way. And um, it was funny because somebody said, you know, if you had to decide, if you had to determine what your style is, who would it be? And I said, you know what, honestly, this is going to sound really messed up. I said, but it's a little bit of Tony Robbins. It's a little bit of George Carlin, all mixed up in an ACDC concert. That's what you get when you get Christopher Roush. All mixed up in an ACD concert. I love that. That is hysterical. I do want to give a shout out also to Lisa Long, who's going to be a bystander for a little bit and say hi. She's one of my dear friends. Lisa. TV world. Uh, Christopher, let's go back. First of all, why 18 cats? Special number about the <laughs> At some point, you just go, look, you got to leave. 
Yeah. Well, actually, you know what? Honestly, it was about 30. It was, we didn't even know how many it was. It was, it was over 30 cats. My mom was a crazy cat lady. She had various psychological disorders, chemical dependencies, and one of her major outlets and major loves in life were cats. She would rescue cats and we would take care of them. It was never messy or anything when we lived in the house. But when uh, we lost the house, uh, my grandfather tried to get us into another place and everything. And she's like, no, I'm taking the animals. We're like, where are you going to take the animals? She goes, the car. And I kid you not, we lived in the car, we rolled around, we stayed in different motels um, with those cats and the two dogs. And it was uh, a quite an experience to say the least. Wow, what an interesting combination. As you move forward now, congratulations on having a son. Uh, my twins turned 18 a couple of months ago. Actually, Damn. two last month. And uh, I'm feeling very proud of the fact that I managed to get that far. It's, it's been <laughs> quite, uh, yeah. Well, I have a lot of lessons that I have learned. Mm -hmm. um, and so now, uh, what a crazy backstory. I mean, I could spend all this time doing that. One of the things that I personally do is I teach a thing called breakthrough because a lot of people are hampered by their past. Uh, almost all of us. We all seem to have a past, uh, but you can't write a really cool future from a really crappy past. If you can change that or put it in the right perspective, it becomes fuel. And obviously you have ignited your messaging and you, I seem to use that as a springboard. How did you come to this this switch, this I'm going to move forward and not drip down and disappear? Um, like I said, honestly, back when I was 17 years old, Forbes, it was just a matter of realizing and sitting in this, this crappy motel, looking at the prostitution, looking at the drugs, looking at the cops. My mom was doing double agent duty. I kid you not. She was an informer for the police department and she was also transporting drugs in another guy's car. It was just, it was just craziness. And I just wanted out. And I was just like, you know what, realistically, I'm either going to go out of here dead in jail or by my own volition. And I just decided I, I had a break and somebody said, Hey man, I know that you guys want to get out of that motel. Me and a buddy worked at another place. And uh, long story short, they set us up with another apartment and they're like, we're going to give you first, you know, the, the deposit and everything. And you can escape that other place. And I went back to my mom after four years of sheer hell. And I said, mom, I get a chance to get out of this place. I can, you know, I can get my life together. I was working two jobs. I was, I was taking care of her. It was crazy. And I thought for once in my life, she would say, you know what, Chris, go do it. Go, you, I've, I've screwed your life up enough. Go live. It's your life. I, I messed up. And she didn't. And she just told me, she called me every name in the book, made me feel bad and everything. And I still at that point, Forbes, I had to make that decision. Like I am more important. I had to start loving myself more than trying to appease her and get her validation. And from that point forward, I just got around the right people. And uh, one of my mentors in my life, Bill White, said to me one day, he says, hey, Chris, he goes, uh, when are you going to go back to school? And I'm like, Bill, I'm 18 years old. I mean, I dropped out in the seventh grade. I'm not going to go back to high school. That's ridiculous. He's like, go get a GED. So long story short, I got the GED to impress him. And he says, when are you going to go to college? And I'm like, college, I'm stupid. I just told all my life I was stupid. And he's like, go to college. So I went to college and I was like, all right. And wound up with my master's degree and bought my first house when I was 30 years old. Okay. So let me distill something for people listening, because you can easily go one in either direction. And I've helped people at all levels. Uh, it sounds like it was one guy, one moment that changed everything. Yes. Yeah, same thing for yes. me. And, and I mean, let me, and you guys all need to hear this. It is not a magical $10,000 training. It turns out to be one person sometimes. For me, I was going down a certain path. I was going off to be a, a lawyer and I kind of squished all my acting career because everyone said, oh, you know, who do you think you are? And uh, one of my professors, uh, I auditioned for Shakespeare play my senior year just because I'd always auditioned and I'd always gotten townsperson from the left or chorus. Yeah, okay. Um, and... I got the lead in this particular play and the idea that I could play uh, a lead character in a two and a half hour Shakespeare play was like, wow. And I asked Professor David Richmond, why did he in fact choose me? And he said, uh, sat me down and he said, you're my ideal, Rosalind. Uh, 
Uh, you've got this crazy communication skills. You've got this pathos. You've got intelligence. Blah, blah. And he went down a whole list of things that I swore up until that point, I was the only one who thought any of those things. And I was really fixated on the things that I wasn't because I had a broken nose and frizzy hair and I was overweight. And the crazy thing about Professor David Richmond is that he was 100% legally blind. No way. And so as I'm looking at him, he's looking at me. He can't see any of the shit that everybody else got stuck on. And based on that, I did the show. It was a raging success. And uh, I called my parents and said, I know you've invested a lot of money to help me get through and go to law school and be something that you guys never were. But that's not the direction. I'm going to go off to New York and become an actress. And they're like, we can't really help you. I'm like, I know. And yeah, I ended up moving into a four-story walk-up at Hell's Kitchen over a Chinese restaurant. Landed the lead in my very first movie called Splatter University. Did a bunch of movies after that. Got on Broadway with Christopher Reeve and hung out with the guy who created the, uh, who won an Oscar for Social Network. He's the writer-director of that and A Few Good Men. Turned out we used to bartend together. Uh, funny, crazy world. But I had to follow my heart. But it was one guy, one moment. And then flash forward, because not a lot of my students and audience know this, but in my 30s, wherever I had broken my knee, and again, you're at the very lowest point. Can you all hear me for a second? It's usually when you're at the very lowest point in your life where you get that fork and you get to decide. And it's those moments where if you can up-level at that moment, that will be the springboard for greatness or the springboard for absolute failure. And I was at my very, very lowest point. I'd broken a knee. I was in rehab. I was miserable. I was crying all the time. I was broke. I was squatting. Actually, me and my boyfriend were squatting in a million-dollar mansion, my dear friend's house. Turned out I ended up marrying that gentleman who's now my ex-husband, but I have two beautiful kids because of it. doesn't matter. One image consultant, the reason my name is Forbes Riley is this guy looked at me and said, ma'am, snap out of this. You need to cut your hair, change this, do that, and I don't like your name. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? cost me $75 for the one hour. That man named Hank Barings 29 years ago changed my life. And every single day I think about him because every single day someone comments on my name. So now y'all go back. If you're listening to this, you just heard Christopher's story. You heard a piece of my story. And if you were sitting there, because I know a lot of you are, COVID's got you, the election's got you, all the bullshit that's going on. Take stock, take a moment and go, okay, do I go left? Do I go right? Christopher, what do you want to say to that? I wholeheartedly agree. And thank you for sharing that, Forbes. I mean, the one thing I love about the brand of personal development that I bring is that transparency and the, and the authenticity about like, here's, here's, here's my story. Here's the warts and all. Here's what I still go through to, still to this day. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it totally is. It's, it's amazing. I was just telling somebody this the other day and I never really believed in it that much, but sometimes you have to go on based on the belief of somebody else and, and, be, able to, and be able to latch onto that. And oftentimes people can see in us what we don't see in ourselves. So what Bill said to me, I was just like, all right, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go for it. And from that moment on, I just really learned like if somebody says something to you in such a way that they're empowering you, they're believing in you, you have you have a you have a choice to tell the universe at that point, yes, I'm worthy of this validation, yes, I'm worthy of these opportunities, yes, I believe in myself, yes, I'm willing to take that chance. Or you could sit there and say, No, I don't know, maybe next time, maybe someday. You can hope, wish, and pray that things are gonna change. And that's one thing that I've really found in this time, Forbes, is finding people who just really don't love themselves and don't believe they deserve success. And I'm like, they're like, Oh, Oh, Chris, you know, I'm just not happy and this, that, and the other thing. I'm like, do you love yourself? Yes or no? And there's, um, well, yeah, yeah. You know, for the most part, you know, uh, okay. Do you believe you do deserve success? Yes or no? 
uh, well, yeah, of course, you know, and I'm just like, let's talk about that. Let's realize that. So yeah, um, it's brilliant because I've talked to so many people. I'm like, I see the belief. I see the opportunity. I, I know that you can do this. And I've just had people sit there and say, no, 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 no. And I'm like, what's the one excuse we can tackle right away that can get you one step closer to where it is that you want to go? And we figure it out. But yeah, you, you got to have the right people in your life because one thing is, is a simple exercise I have people do is I just have them do a simple thing. Stephen Covey taught it. Five people you're around the most. Draw a line down the paper, positive, negative, and sit there and say, okay, who are the five people and do they support me? Do they want me to go do things? Do they push me? Do they tell me the truth? Do they want to see success in my life? And so we need those people in our life. I'll tell you what, it's very funny because I'm watching Christopher Hauser just got Christian, sorry, you're Christopher, Christian. Uh, is, I'm, in, I'm that for him. And I know that he's one of my students that I recently met this year when I shifted my business and he just wrote that down. And I will tell you one of the greatest things that you can do in life is be that mentor for somebody else. And we've got about two minutes for my first break. Uh, I'm going to bring Lisa on camera real quick. Let her say, hi, uh, Lisa, would you come back for me? And uh, we'll go back to our, we'll go to our first break and then we'll continue this amazing conversation about up-leveling your life, having mentors and standing for something. Miss Lisa Long, come say hi to everybody and tell us who you are and what you're up to. Hi, everyone. I'm Lisa Long, and I was one of the first psychics on the internet in 1995. And I've been a professional psychic ever since. And I totally hear you, Christopher, because I came out of a bunch of crap, not as deep as yours, but it, it brings masters. When you, when you come out of that, you, you can hold more light. So, Absolutely. Thank you. Nice to meet you. I hang out with Forbes too. Oh my God. She hopes you move forward so fast. <laughs> it's like yeah, a- we're, we're definitely on a mission. All right. We got to go to our first break, everybody. We're going to stay live right here on Facebook, but don't forget you're listening to the Forbes Factor. We focus on health, wealth, and happiness. Today, we're going to bring it all. So make sure you're back in a couple seconds. Don't go away. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If you hate going to the gym but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencer channel this is the voice america influencers channel be inspired you are listening to 
to the Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, you know, all the way, here's the other thing that you don't realize in today's day and age. You can touch anyone and everyone around the globe. So Alan Fleming just popped on to my Facebook Live. He's one of my OPP students. We just started OPP6. And if you don't know what that is, oh my gosh, how you create your personal brand to rocket leveraging other people's platforms. Want to build your list? I got you for free. Uh, I know it's crazy. Um, Not the class is free. I do charge actually. But Alan is all the way over there in Wales. And he just said, really enjoy listening to Chris. What an incredible turnaround from the years in his early life. Guys, here's the thing. We all have an opportunity right now. One, you need to get educated. Everyone needs to align with somebody above them and below them. And I don't mean just metaphorically where you are. Not even, let's not say above. How about further down the road or back? Because I mean, think about this. There was a time, I think, when I was on my hands and knees on the asphalt and I'm crawling along on my own and I'm watching Ferraris go by. You get a choice. You can go, hey, you know, can I just hitch a ride to the Ferrari over there and go the faster? Or you can do it the slow way you've been doing it your whole life. Make a choice. Um, up level, listen to the right people, and then take action. It doesn't actually happen by you sitting in a house doing nothing. Christopher, what's one of the action items that you recommend to people to zoom ahead in their life? Oh, geez. Uh, I'm going to give you a good one, a real good one. This is uh, so impactful that it changed my life back in 2008, something like that. But one of the biggest uh, opportunities is that people don't know what their why is. And so I'm like, ask people, what's your why? Well, I'm trying to figure that out. I'm like, okay, we got to figure out what your why is. When you know what your why is, you figure out what your how is. And for me, when I wrote my eulogy after attending a funeral and thinking about my own funeral and who would show up and and who would be there and what they would say, I was like, you know what? I need to change the trajectory of what I'm doing. I'm not a bad person, but I'm not a achieving what it is that the legacy that I'm meant to leave here while I'm here. And so I leveled up my game dramatically after that point, because I went home and I wrote my own eulogy. And I'm like, let let me just see what this is all about. And I hand wrote it all out and God's honest truth. By the time I got down to the end of it, I was like, all right, cool. And I went back and I read it out loud. And midway through, I had tears running down my face. And I was like, wow, I didn't expect this. And really at the end of it, Forbes was the, the, the stanza that really stays and has stayed ever since then that Christopher Roush will have fought for what was right and what was fair. He will have risked for which that mattered. And he will have left the earth a better place for who he was and what he did. So when I wake up every single day, I know what my why is. I know what it is, especially now with my son and wanting to leave an awesome legacy for him. So my encouragement to everybody out there is to really write your, write your eulogy, figure out what your legacy is, commit to that and get people on board with you to say, hey, listen, this is what I need to do. And this is, this is where I need to grow. And I need your support. I need, your, I need your encouragement. I need your honesty to get to that point. Surround yourself, like you just said, Forbes, so brilliantly. Uh, find, find mentors who have already done it. You can copy. I mean, success leaves clues. I heard that yesterday on a, on a clubhouse, which I thought was brilliant. Success leaves clues. So you find people who have already done it and charted the course. And also you bring along people because while you're going through that, 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 that stuff, we call it in our journey, I say something different. Um, you know, it's always great. One of the perspective shifts that you can have while you're going through a low point is to be able to look and see, okay, who could use whatever it is that I have. So servitude and being able to bring other people up while you're doing it is such a magnificent journey to be able to know you're inspiring other people who are further down the road, as you said, but I've got people in my corner that are going to bring me up to the corner where they're at. And for me, that's been magnificent. It has changed people's lives. They hate doing it. They curse me out, but they come back and they're like, man, I'm really clear now. So that's my big piece of advice for people to do to move forward. Well, and you know, it's funny that we, the more you up level, it's funny that you just heard that success includes, there's a lot of messages, by the way, that are universal. 
But sometimes it's not the message, it's the messenger. So it's when you hear it. You may hear Christopher and I say things that you've heard before, but you're never going to hear it the same way. So uh, the reason I got babies is because of my eulogy. All right. So, you know, a decade ago, it was an exercise that I did in one of our trainings. And I, it wasn't mine. I was actually in a training. And uh, you had to write your own you know, your own memorial and eye opening exercise. Cause I'm writing that I am an award-winning actress and a mother. And I was thinking, well, damn it. Uh, you might want to meet somebody to have children with, if you want to be a mother, not, I'm not kidding. I was so focused on doing work that I would, I let the relationship thing kind of go for a while. I didn't have babies till I was 42, but imagine if I hadn't written that they wouldn't be here. And it is very eye opening because at a moment in time, you're like, wow, what did you get remembered for doing? Well, then you better go off and do it. It's powerful, powerful. I love that exercise. Second thing that Christopher said that I'm going to riff off of is your why. You're going to hear this from all of us because it is one of the universal truths of life. I talk about very powerfully, what do you want? And then why? And Christopher, I mean, I teach this day in and day out. And people always say, uh, why? I Because I want to help people. You know what? Bullshit. And I'm going to call you out on that. We all want to help people. The guy who owns the gas station is trying to help people. That's how you get paid. You don't get paid if they don't help you, right? Yeah. But that really isn't your why. And I'm going to give you a little insight into, because why exercises are very important. Go back to your childhood. Mm -hmm. Christopher started out his conversation with his why that he's 17 years old in, the, in a car with 18 cats and a mom that's not very supportive. That's part of the why he is empathetic and does what he does the way he does it. And he got it into the conversation like that. I hosted an infomercial that grossed a billion dollars. Now, you have no idea what it means to gross a billion dollars. We were on TV for eight years in 80 countries with a man named Jack LaLanne. Now, Jack was on TV for 37 years. Anybody under the age of 20 has no idea who he is. So let me tell you something about legacy. You can leave legacy for your kids, but beyond that, nobody really does care about you. Ooh, I know, right? <laughs> but if you go and you Google, go to YouTube and type in Forbes Riley and Jack LaLanne, the infomercial we did. I use this as a teaching moment. Within seconds of coming on camera, this 88-year-old man looks not and says what he's done or why it's a great juicer. He looks and says, look, I'm so doggone excited about this that I can't sleep at night because I know I've got something powerful for you. Well, guys, that's the basis of every pitch. Stop saying what you do and what can you do for other people. And then the next sentence that he says is, because when I was 15 years old, I heard a health lecture, went home and threw out all the candy in the junk and started juicing. He nailed it. That was a billion dollar pitch. And I was an eyewitness, had front row seats, and my pocketbook benefited from his genius. And what Christopher's saying is completely true. Lisa, how has your why impacted what you do today? Well, Forbes, when I was little, I was psychic. And I didn't realize other people weren't psychic. And my parents were very heavy. I was raised in the fear fields where my mom was scared of everything. She was abused by my dad. We were abused by my dad. Um, he, he was a misogynist. He hated women and thought they were, you know, really low level. And so I grew up, I don't know if you've seen the new movie from Disney called Soul. Oh, I bet you It's like Soul. I grew awesome. up, and I was one of the people with all that black shit all over me. <laughs> if you watch that movie. And that's why I'm bringing it into the entertainment industry because that movie is like, only I'm bringing it into real people rather than anime. But it's like I was, I was dense and I couldn't see out and I couldn't see the light and I couldn't, I didn't have any hope. And so when I started seeing hope and I saw one lady 
and she was a she was channeling and she was channeling Isis and I saw her eyes and her eyes reflected light at me and that was the first time I go oh there is light on this planet because Ooh. before then I thought I was totally alone and that just and so th then I was seeking I was already seeking or I wouldn't have gone to that event but th and then I really became a seeker and then uh, it's been a 30 years I've what been. does it mean to realize you're a psychic? What were you experiencing that you, other people don't experience? Well, most little kids are very psychic. It's just we get, we're like little sponges and you come in here and you're this little light ball and you're all happy and you're all excited and you're just moving forward and flowing. And then you get impacted with this energy from other people. And it, it's kind of like you pick up their crap. And a lot of it, you don't identify at that young age as an individual. So if they have an issue and think they're not worthy, you pick it up as you're not worthy. And that's what I help people clear is this stuff. And, and Forbes, your breakthrough really helped me get to another level. And I wasn't even in it. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just watching you do it with someone else. And I got that breakthrough. And I went... Wow. It's a, it's a very interesting moment. And if I keep hearing people going, you've got a gift. I, I, here's the thing. We all have a superpower. My, one of my superpowers, aside from communication and getting not only myself, but other people to up-level theirs, is to see what you're saying and what you're not saying. It does make it a little uncomfortable to be at parties sometimes because I'm always working on like, oh my gosh, I hear these things. Like, just not go that direction. It's not serving you. I'm working on fixing the world, right? Uh, but yeah, I do think we all need to, to break through. I, when Christopher earlier mentioned, he's, he said the universe. You know, let me share something with you. It is nice to be talking to people who vibrate on the same level because for a while there, I thought I was just nuts. I don't know what to call it. And, and I'm going back a little while ago, but because I didn't like to use the word God because it seems very like I'm right and you're wrong kind of thing. And yeah, but not everybody resonates the same way. So I started calling it universe forever. Uh, again, I didn't hear a lot of other people saying that. Just like, oh, guys, do I say it? Do I not say it? Do they know what I'm talking about? And at one point in my trainings, as I was becoming this speaker, this force to be reckoned with, I said, you know what? I'm not going to say God. I'm not going to say universe. I'm just going to say Susan. I'm going to call her Susan. <laughs> and I will tell you what, one of my partners who was very religious, who actually popped on Clubhouse and popped off pretty quick yesterday, uh, got wildly offended. Oh, how dare you? I said, you know what, dude? You need to leave because if you're offended by that, that's exactly what I'm talking about. I'm not right and you're not right. And if you look at the word belief, circle the three letters in the middle, L-I-E, it's my lie and your lie. And you know, it's funny because Christopher, oh man, are you kidding me? Have I just channeled shit? Jeez, that's crazy. That I've had this since 2013. I've had this belief uh, band on my wrist from since 2013. How would I know that? This is part, I will tell you what, when you vibrate at a certain level. So I tell people about belief. So I got a deck of cards here, okay? Crazy thing about cards, and I've been doing card tricks since I was a little kid. My dad was a magician, right? So you take a card, like you take what, the eight of hearts. And you put the eight of hearts right there, right? Right there. And you take the eight of hearts right there. And you take the eight of hearts, you stick it all the way in the middle. Oh, all the way there. in the middle. Push it all the way in. And you go, bam. You know what happens? It comes back to the top here. Now, what's crazy is there's not another eight of hearts in this entire deck, okay? That's the only one here. How do you do that? So you might go, wow, that's really crazy. That's amazing. Let me tell you something. It's a trick. Anybody can read in a book and learn it. If you think that's amazing, you are easily fooled by a lot of things that you think aren't quite as real as you believe. Damn. Yeah. Mic drop. Mic drop. 
boom, mic drop, bam. See, mic drop, bam. Christopher, Lisa, we're here to wake people up. And, and I'm very serious about that. In whatever way, we are all teaching and coaching and preaching and being out there. And if you're within the sound of my voice, you want to wake up. I got a whole bunch of people, Christopher, following you on, on Clubhouse. Can't do the magic trick on Clubhouse, though, see? Uh, I do need to take a quick moment and share with you that I have been, I'm now booked on probably on a, a, a summit or a, a, a training almost every day this rest of this month. Uh, tomorrow, I've got Miss Mel Mason coming up. Limitless Life Summit is happening. I think I'm speaking on the 22nd with amazing people. Um, there's almost too many for me to share with you verbally over the radio. So please just go and check uh, ForbesRiley.com. I'm putting them all onto my I'm part of Linktree. It's kind of an easy way to see links. Um, come and listen to these amazing speakers. I've up leveled to a level that is stratospherical. Did I just say words that don't make any sense? I'm not a less spherical ever. Makes sense. Uh, me. Well, you know what? It means you go from the farm league to the little league. When you play at the big leagues, number one, the pitches come pretty fast. The people that you're hanging out with are magnificent. And I now have access to them. And many of you have access to me or through me. Please just hook your little star up there. Come join us on Clubhouse. I think I had... I had eight people today go, hey, can you host a room with me? No, I don't have enough time in my life to do this. I got to tell you, I got I to gotta stop. Um, Christopher, you have a new yes. little baby. Uh, yes, I do. Four years old? Four years old. Best story I ever heard was at the guy who married me first time. Uh, it was actually the guy who wrote the encyclopedia on movies, and he was the voice in Babe in the City too. Mm -hmm. uh, nobody touches the pig. <laughs> since passed on, he was a genius. Oh. And he said this story. That's okay. We all come and go from this life. He said, greatest story I've ever heard. He said, uh, mom and dad, bring home a new baby. Four-year-old boy looks at the baby, walks over and says, hey, can you tell me about God? I'm starting to forget. Four years old is that magical age. Enjoy. You should actually ask him questions. Ask him questions about why he chose you. See what the Ooh. answer is. Oh, Ooh. you ask a four-year-old that, and you will hear things that you have never heard before. Well, that'll be a, even a deeper question for us because we adopted them from birth. So that'll be an even more interesting question because, I mean, I believe, I wholeheartedly believe that everything happens for a reason. And one of the biggest things that I've learned in life is life is happening for you and not to you. And so much Brother, to the you point- like, you like read my manifesto or something between the bracelet and the slogans? Jesus. No, we're, we're, like, just, we're, just in, we're just in tune. We're just in tune. But I can tell you something I have that you don't. You ready for this? Oh, yeah, I know one thing you've got that I don't, but I rent it through my husband. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not talking about that, darling. I'm talking about that. What does it say? It doesn't kill you, make you stronger. Oh, that's so cool. So yeah, I mean, even for myself, the unstoppable, no excuses coach, Mr. Master Motivator, the guy that's always got all the energy and all the answers and everything else. Even for me, probably about five or six years ago, I realized in my own journey, I went through like a little dip again. And I was like, I always say every day is a new day and what doesn't kill me makes me stronger. I tell people you get a one day pity party, you wake up the next day and you decide how you're going to be part of the solution, not part of the problem and bitching, complaining and commiserating and telling all your friends how miserable life is, does not, it's not part of the solution. So I wrote it on my arm and I was like, you know what? And I tell people like all the time, like, Chris, you're so positive and you always have the answers and you're so successful, blah, blah. Like, you know, it must be so nice. And I'm like, I'm not always like this. I struggle with depression. I struggle with uh, ADD or ADHD on crack. I'm horrible at that. I'm like, I can talk and all of a sudden be off in another direction. I'm like, oh shit, I went somewhere. And I have to reel myself back in. So I was like, you know what? What doesn't kill me only makes me stronger. And, as, and people ask me all the time, how do you stay unstoppable? I'm like, it's really simple. And normally I have long-winded answers. I'm like, don't stop. Just keep going every single possible day you can and keep rising up and surround yourself with beautiful people. So 
Yeah, it's uh, I love our energy and I love the fact that we're, you know, really auth- authentically really committed to helping people. I've been in the personal development space now for a long time. I've worked with some of the some of the greats and I've been surprised to see that sometimes there's some uh the 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 genuine the genuineness of having to help people versus making money and marketing and, and, and being seen and the ego part of it has, you know, kind of just kind of messed me up a little bit about the personal development industry. So being in your company and seeing how you are and how passionate you are and how uh, transparent you are is just such a blessing. So I just wanted to throw that out to you, Forbes. I just really appreciate you for being who you are. Well, back at you. And I'll tell you something that's interesting and exciting and new for me and everyone else who's ever heard of me. But the me this year that my kids are 18 is the me that I've been waiting for for a while. Because I know that I've got this and I'm reading some beautiful things because a lot of the, my fans and friends have been through breakthrough training, which is, thank you all. Thank you, Nick and Christian and Jay and all the guys who are reaching out to me. But I had a decision to make. Uh, I don't have parents anymore and I don't have a whole, I don't have family at all. I mean, I grew up with just a sister and there's nobody left. Um, and so- Same story. Right. And, and that's okay because it allows those of us who go who don't have that to want to reach out and create our own family. But I very clearly made a, a deal with whoever I make deals with. Uh, not the devil, though. That was, that was Chris Jenner. He made a different deal. Uh, <laughs> um, hey, I know Chris. I know Kim. I gave Kim her start in television. Go to YouTube and check that out. But my husband awesome. is going to always stay not wearing a dress. Um, <laughs> careful what you wish for. Did I say mm-hmm. all of that in one breath? Yeah, she owes you me a phone call. But here's the deal. Is that the kids had to be 18 because I needed them to, I needed to devote myself to being mom because of all the things that I wanted, kind of like you're doing now, you can give a lot and be a lot for other people. But at the end of the day, when my son and daughter give me a big hug and go, mom, you're the best. We love you so much. I said, when they're 18 years old, I'm going to reinvest in other people outside of them. And that's what's happened. They are that this year. And all of a sudden, everything shifted. So don't, don't divide too much time. That little boy needs you more than you realize. Um, and my daughter says something very, I'm going to cry. It's so funny. I'm going to make you guys talk. My daughter says something very funny. She said, mom, you know, I can't get embarrassed. I'm like, excuse me. Yeah. She said, I go with a mother who would do this at the dinner table or every time we're out and next thing you know, my mom's up there spinging me with people. You can't get embarrassed when that's how you grow up. And I thought, yeah, you know what? That little girl, by the way, made $300,000 in the last five months. Let me tell you something. She's 18 years old, has not graduated high school yet. What the? Things that you, oh, yeah. Let me tell you something. It's why, it's why um, Russell Brunson shouted her out from stage in front of 10,000 people. She hung out with me her whole life. So one of the testaments is, and she'll tell you, is that hang out with my mom. Because I see things for people. I believe in other people. And they have been the sole focus of that. And dear God, they are on a, a mission and a path. And, and they just came back from surfing in El, in El Salvador. I'm not quite sure what we created here, but we're creating magnificent people with no boundaries. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, man. All right, you know what? I got to go to a break. I, I don't even look at this. My guys in Arizona are like, stop talking. You need to breathe, girl. All right. Let's, uh, let's <laughs> so go off a quick break, and I will be right back after this message. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. 
The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Zofia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Zofia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. listening to the Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody. It's Forbes Riley, Lisa Long, and Christopher Rausch. And he just asked me the definitive question that I think the universe just channeled. He said, what advice would you give to him as a father of a four-year-old? I'll tell you what. I do these trainings, especially on Sunday, big $19 training teaching people how to pitch. And I'll put them on the spot. I'll ask them a question. And they always usually say, oh, oh, God, you just put me on the spot. I didn't know. Here's what you want to do to your son. Put him on the spot all the time. So it's a never an uncomfortable place to be. Because if I asked either one of my kids, now my daughter's hung out with me a lot. My, my son decided to be a, a kid, uh, but he will jump on any call anywhere. He doesn't love to do it, by the way. But if I ask him a question, he will start talking. I used to bring him up on stage when they were little because we had a philosophy about how you eat that nobody else did. And I remember he's like eight or nine years old. He's like, oh, mom. And then he gets up there going, okay, here's the deal. Don't eat anything white. I don't even go to McDonald's. Not because I can't. I just don't think they serve food. And he'd go on. And I'm like, rock on, dude. So allow them the space and watch what happens. They will pleasantly surprise you. They are the best. The second last thing I'll say is that my daughter comes to me. Listen to them. Stop telling them about life. Know this and know that. You know what? My daughter comes to me. She's like, mom, can I have a hundred dollars? I'm like, excuse me? Yeah, there's this thing called Bitcoin and I think it's going to do really big. I'm like, no. Mom, there's this thing called Bitcoin. It's like $500. I'm like, would you stop? I got stuff to do. Bitcoin just hit $40,000. If I'd listened to her, I'd be a billionaire. No way. Let me tell you, I cannot even fathom the opportunity that I missed. We used to joke about this because then Bitcoin was only like 12,000. Now it just hit 40. And I'm thinking, McKenna, she's done that a lot. You know why? Because kids are locked into what's going on now. When Silly Bounds came out, she was the first one to say, hey, mom, Silly Bounds. Like, what? 
Listen to your kids. They are the trend makers. They have got the ear to the ground and they don't know the rules. Mm-hmm. Amen. Well, they come in from a higher dimension. Because we came in when it was kind of dense on earth and we took on a lot of genetics from our parents and then we woke up a bit and then they come in with, with more light because they come in from the answer because source, I call it source universe, whatever you want to call it. God doesn't matter. It doesn't care what you call it as long as you call it with love. (laughs) It's, it brings in this energy and you ask every time you want something, you ask for it, even if you don't do it in your, in your words, or even if you don't know you're asking for it, you just automatically ask and then source answers. And then those answers, if you can't quite reach it in your energetic energy, then it comes in with the new ones. They're the answer. And that's why you'll see little kids come in and they're like, oh, yeah, I know how to clean the ocean at 12 years old. <laughs> they invent something that cleans the ocean because they're just they're they're connected and they're they're incarnating with the energy of I've got the answer and I can bring it to the world. And that's we all brought that in. We all brought in answers for people. So one of the cool things you did, Christopher, was probably get the best person on your team right now because he's only four and he is on your team. And you've already- oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We're going to be, we're going to be launching the Jackson and daddy show pretty soon. So I'm going to get him comfortable in front of microphone, in front of camera. I have no problem speaking on stage in front of microphones anytime, whenever. Um, so I really want to just get him uncomfortable because I'm like, if you could speak in front of camera and speak in front of audiences, you're not going to have any fears at all whatsoever. But yeah, no, it's, it's, it's truly exciting. And that's one of the things that you said it before Forbes. Um, one of the things that I really have realized in my coaching uh, for doing it for so long is I'll go back when somebody sits there and says, you know, they have these issues and these troubles. I'm like, just tell me about your childhood. And then they tell me about their child. I'm like, okay, was there an experience that co- can, co- can correlate to what it is that you're feeling now that you experienced then where you set up a belief in your, in your mind that says I'm not worthy. Or like for me, I set up the belief in my mind that I was stupid and not to be seen or to be seen and not heard, which is I was told thousands and thousands of times as a kid. So yeah, it's miraculous how, how fresh and, and brilliant they truly are and how, uh, parents, teachers, society, we all get screwed up. I mean, it's crazy. I tell the story all the time. It's like we're born and for the first, and I watch this as a personal development expert and somebody who studies human dynamics and human behavior. I was like, you know, watching him and I'm like, for the first year, he could do no wrong. He could, he could throw up, he could, he could shit his pants. He could wake us up in the middle of the night. He was golden. And then there became a point where I was like, oh, now you're not so golden. And I think back on our childhood, like you're, you're doing great. And then what are you reinforced with? All the negativity. Stop that. Stop being a dreamer. Be realistic. Don't be selfish. And we put all the, and then we're, we're told, you know, we're, we're, we come out telling the truth. Like, oh yeah, you know, why is that guy fat? Why does he have hairs coming out of his face? And we're like, shh, 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 don't say that. Don't say that. Um, keep that to yourself. Why? It's the truth. No, no, no. Sometimes you don't tell the truth. You have to tell a white lie. Okay. What's a white lie? Da-da-da. A white lie is this. Oh, okay. And we just get screwed up and we lose that innocence. And I think that's brilliant for us because we all have to go back to that playfulness um, and in that energetic field that we were when we were adventurous and wondering and, and excited about what was different and new as opposed to being scared of it. So I'm brilliant. Dude, if I had more hair on my face, we'd be the same person. I swear to God. It's fascinating. <laughs> I actually, I'm one of the little story I'm going to share with you because at some point, maybe you'll inspire me to do this, but I do, there's a kid book here because I had, I actually ended up in Chicken Soup for the Soul for Busy Working Moms because I said, raise your kids like dogs. It's actually like puppies, but it doesn't matter. A couple of things that you want to do. Here's a really interesting little story. Uh, 
when the kids are little, their cuts heal really fast. Did you know that? Actually, Susan Levin said he's a male form of you. Yeah, I got to tell you something. We, there's some interesting little synergy here that even my students are going, what? How did he know that? Right. Yeah, so, the Forbes and Kick-Ass show. Let's do it. I'll tell you what. So you, you, he will heal really fast. That's what kids do, right? Well, technically, it's because they've got a full of stem cells, but that's regardless. What I told my little kids was going, look, there's little people inside of you. They look a lot like Bob the Builder or the little Despicable Me guys. They've got what, yellow helmets on with a little flashlight here, okay? And they carry a cup for water. The only thing that fills the cup is water. Okay, so here's what happens is you go to sleep at night, they wake up, turn the little lights on, and they go, okay, what needs to be fixed? Okay, you guys go fix that cut and you guys do this. It's only if you fill the cup with water. Now, you eat too much sugar, when you go to sleep, those guys also stay asleep and you get fat and things get left over everywhere. Now, here's a couple of things that are interesting about that. My daughter's 18 years old. Ask McKenna what she drinks. She doesn't drink so I didn't realize that she doesn't drink soda or anything else but because it was put in her head when she was a kid. She only drinks water. Maybe a tequila once in a while. No, but just water. And he says what she tells me. And she came to me like months ago and she said, Mom, I had this really weird thought that the guys inside of us wore yellow hats. That was 14 years ago. She heard that story. Let me tell you something. Awesome. The nuggets that you put in, which is why when Christopher's saying, if you constantly say no to your kids, all they hear is no, or you yell and scream at them, they're making decisions based on what you're putting in. So think about that. It's a good little story for him because I'll tell you what, you don't eat as much sugar because it's not about you. It's about feeding the guys and keeping them happy and keeping them hydrated. And if more people knew that story, I'll tell you what, we'd be a healthier society today. Amen. Uh, yeah. Amen. Preach, 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 preach. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I've yes, got yes. a quick thing about influence. Most people don't know. And I, I was living in Hawaii, had a beautiful house with waterfall pool over the Kona coast and spirit showed me this. I had marbles on the deck and there was colored marbles. There was like a blue one and a purple one and some clear ones. And they had me roll the blue marble up to the clear marble and it literally took on the color. Mm. And he, wow. so if you try that, try that, just get some kids marbles and roll them next to each other and you'll understand influence. So if you're p with people who are carrying a lot of low level energy and they're, they're feeling bad and they're not happy, that's going to influence you. And it, sometimes it takes a while to get to where you can hold the field. And that's what Forbes can do amazingly. She can hold the field so she can help you move up. We call it reach back. She can help you move up to the next level. But in her private life, she probably doesn't hang out with people who drop her level. And if you're hanging out, and I, I teach my students, turn off the TV, unless you're watching Star Trek or something. <laughs> something I watch Star Trek all last year. Especially watch the news and politics. Yeah, watch something that, that keeps you ha happy and high level and don't let your influence, don't let that, it's called programming for a reason. It's literally programming your mind. You're turning to the program. So you need to understand you're being programmed with stuff that might not make your life better. Lisa, did you know that my son's name is Riker? Oh, I love that. <laughs> make it so, number one. Yeah, if you don't know what that is, you are not a Trekkie or a geek, but I am. <laughs> no, I have. In fact, I'll tell you, you just brought up something very interesting. Uh, I, I go back to the old Star Trek. There were 76 episodes made, and they were very interesting because in, in that world, there was no money, which is an interesting conversation. 
little, little sexualized in terms of men and women, but one of my favorite episodes, which is now more important than ever, is they, they came upon a society that was half black and half white. Half black on the right side, half black on the, and black this way, yeah. was more influential than the other way around. And one subjugated the other. But if you're looking from the outside, they're both half black and half white. I was like, oh my gosh. Funny how they had a lot of very forward thinking concepts that were portrayed in the television show. And they had the first Captain Kirk kissed uh, Uhura. And it was that's the true. first that, black a, and white kiss. They also had the flip TV. phone. You know, I'll tell you what, when I had a flip phone, I was like, oh, so cool. Look, I got a flip phone like Star Trek. Um, <laughs> we have a couple of minutes for the end of the show. I feel very, very blessed. You're going to find us. By the way, my, my, our Facebook is blowing up with all of our people just kind of loving the conversation. I got to give a quick little shout out to Jacqueline, who just said how wonderful I am in her life. I'm going to take it down for one second because Christopher and Lisa, as influencers and as people who come from very heart-centric, I want to honor you guys because we sometimes forget that just by holding our own space, we influence others. And social media has allowed me to realize what I've done with my life because I don't think I realized that I affected, I was going to say infected, (laughs) affected as many people as I have. And that goes for all of us. Um, Stop playing small. Get your message out there, hone down what you do, and then start expressing it. Whether you do it to a small tribe, each one of us deserves to do that because you've got your special gifts. Find them, use them, enjoy them. And then I think we need to just stop suffering. Like you said, turn off the freaking news um, because it's designed to affect us. And if my daughter remembers a story that she heard 14 years ago, how is that getting into your head every day? Okay, so unless you are the news, you don't need to necessarily listen to it. Uh, Christopher, final thoughts for today, and Lisa, I'm going to do you as well. Go. Wow, um, final thoughts, Forbes. This has been amazing. I I love interviewing people. I love being interviewed, and this has been such a tremendous opportunity and just a blessing just to sit there and have a conversation with you guys, you as well, Lisa. Um, I would love to do this again. Um, final thoughts. I mean, literally, I'll, I'll I'll tell you guys what Bill said to me, my mentor, when I was 17 years old, and and his family gave me the approval after he passed away. I held his hand when he passed away, long after um, he and I had uh, had uh, separated ways, I guess you could say. Um, and he said to me when when I when I didn't believe in myself, he said, Christopher, you're only limited by the parameters of your own mind. And I I say it again, you're only limited by the parameters of your own mind. And later on in life, when I was studying quotes and studying successful people, and I saw Henry Ford, because I love simplicity. If you think you can, or you think you can, you're right. So that's my advice to you guys. That's in my my PowerPoint for Sunday, dude. You are freaking me out. No, I mean, that isn't a swap. You, you, you and another lady, Coach Peggy Williams, she has hit me up on Facebook. She's like, oh my God, dude, you are totally like me. We got to do a show. We got to do this. Oh my God, you're just, you know, I can't swear, but yeah, it's no, I'm just me being me. So, but honestly, my, my words of advice to you guys out there is just go out there and be the absolute best you can be. Challenge your best. What is your best? What is it you can do? What are you willing to do? How are you going to raise the bar? 30 seconds, go. Do that. I'm going to end the show. Well, I want to say thank you to Forbes because- I really was looking for a woman mentor because women are rising and there's nothing. I love men too. They're great, but there's not so many women like you that can just be out there and be holding your field and be happy. And whether you look great or not, whatever, you're just there. And I really appreciate that. So I tell everybody, find yourself and you got to encourage your inner child. And love that. I've run out of time. Not that's technically metaphorically, but I'll tell you what, the show is ending for today. Big hug to all of you guys. Thank you. You can find me on Facebook. 
and on Clubhouse Mwah, for Bye, everybody. Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon. We'll be right back.